From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. The total number of Ohioans hospitalized for COVID continues to drop. The updated number today shows 1,345 people hospitalized with COVID, down 99 from yesterday's report and down nearly 600 from a week ago. On January 11th, the state hit a peak of more than 6,700 hospitalizations. There are 281 patients in intensive care. That's about half as many as there were two weeks ago. With a deadline set for noon today, the Republican-dominated Ohio Redistricting Commission is risking a contempt of court charge from the state Supreme Court for failing to create redrawn Ohio House and Senate districts that are fair to both parties. The commission made its case today to not be held in contempt, saying the 10-day time frame to redraw the maps is not possible. Yesterday, House Speaker Bob Cupp, a Republican from Lima, put it this way. This is a complicated procedure. It's not the same as getting your etch-a-sketch out and drawing some blocks and squares. Another member, Democratic State Representative Allison Russo of Upper Arlington, said some of the five Republicans on the seven-member panel are not being fair. I think the sticking point is the willingness of uh, some Republican commissioners to give up power and essentially give up seats that they have um, really been unduly favored over the last decade. Ohio State University political science professor Richard Gunther says this is a serious issue. If the commission is not playing ball and not even putting together a map that is constitutionally valid, uh, we're at a serious in- impasse here, a constitutional crisis, I would say. Owen and Jolanda Harris has more on the possible fallout. Secretary of State Frank LaRose says it is impossible to see a scenario where new maps are passed in time to hold Ohio's primary election on May 3rd. LaRose said this in a letter to lawmakers. Lawmakers met briefly to discuss the issue, but nothing was decided. I'm Yolanda Harris. In northwest Ohio, two men are dead after a single-engine plane crashed in Fostoria. Late last night, the Seneca County Sheriff's Office says it happened two miles east of Fostoria just before 11 p.m. A woman called 911 to report that a plane had crashed behind her house. Officers found the plane in a wooded area nearby. Two deceased victims were located on the scene. The pilot, identified as 59-year-old Shane Halbrook of Avon, Indiana, and the co-pilot, 51-year-old Michael Wright of Casey, Illinois. The plane was traveling from Illinois to Finley. The cause of the crash is under investigation. The murder trial of Columbus doctor William Husel is underway. He's accused of ordering lethal doses of fentanyl for 14 hospital patients. In opening statements yesterday, Prosecutor Janet Grubb addressed the jury. They went to the hospital for help. Several of them were not sick enough that they were destined to die during their hospitalization. They all had one thing in common. William Husel was the nighttime ICU physician who ordered lethal levels of drugs. Defense attorney Jose Baez countered with what Husel's take is on the issue. You're going to hear this evidence to show I'm not a killer. This is the reason why I give these doses, because people suffer in pain. And I'm the one at bedside. These nurses are the ones at bedside. They know what these patients are going through, much more so than anyone else. The trial is expected to last up to eight weeks with complicated testimony from doctors and nurses, and because of that, Ohio State University law professor Rick Simmons says 
prosecutors may face challenges with the jury. It's the prosecutor's burden to make sure that the jurors stay engaged, stay interested, and stay focused and understand every step of the way. And again, they hopefully do that by breaking this down into small pieces, case by case, and using some kind of organizational chart or visual aid, literally, that's going to let the jurors understand each case as it goes through. More than 50 witnesses are expected to be called to the stand. Governor Mike DeWine has delayed three more executions in keeping with his contention that lethal injection is no longer an option in Ohio because of the ongoing lack of drugs with which to put inmates to death. ONN's Tracy Townsend reports. The governor has said lawmakers must choose a different method of capital punishment before any inmates can be executed. DeWine postponed three executions scheduled this year until 2025. The state's last execution was July of 2018, when Ohio put to death convicted murderer Robert Van Hook of Cincinnati. I'm Tracy Townsend. As the conflict between Russia and Ukraine heats up, consumers here will be feeling the impact on energy prices. Reporter Isabel Lawrence has more with Case Western Reserve University professor Michael Goldberg. I was told Germany in particular depends on Russia for two-thirds of its natural gas. These tensions are impacting energy prices, and with our interconnected global economy, we'll feel that too. It's not 100% clear what's going to happen, and you're seeing higher energy prices, and it doesn't look like that's going to change anytime soon, even perhaps with some diplomatic progress. Russia has positioned itself well to really be able to pivot, just turn away from Western Europe and other countries and find other markets for their products, such as China, for example. Gas prices are up 20 cents from a month ago, and oil prices on the world market are spiking. After being closed due to ice and downed trees from recent storms, some trails at Hocking Hills State Park in southeast Ohio have reopened. That includes those at Conkles Hollow, Cedar Falls, Rock House, and Ash Cave. But trails at Cantwell Cliffs, Old Man's Cave, and Whispering Cave are still closed. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.